Good, because I'm glad it was a little bit of a break there, because this can be some heavy stuff. And I don't want it to be heavy. I don't want it to be like so like, What I want it to be is, that doesn't matter. I want you to hear that from me, loud and clear, out of my mouth. If your identity is who you are and not whose you are, you're identified by the wrong thing. Period. That's the true answer to that. If you're identified by who you are and not whose you are, then you haven't gone all the way there. You stopped off somewhere because you were happy enough to be right there. You need to move on into whose you are. And when you become whose you are, it doesn't matter. That stuff doesn't matter. Well, I'm, I'm not identified by being blunt. I'm not identified by being overweight. I'm not identified by um, any of that stuff. I'm not identified by what the world identifies me as. What I'm identified by is whose I am, and that is Christ's. And we talked about that. We talked about finding our identity, being filled with Christ. The fullness of, of God is in Jesus, and we are filled with Jesus. And so we are filled with God. That's where our identity comes from. That's where our truthfulness comes from. Taking the curveball, we're turning the page now. We've talked about the deceit, we've talked about the problems, we've talked about the issues. Let's turn the page. Let's talk about reclaiming our identity. Let's talk about reclaiming who we are. Who you have been created to be. And let's be upfront real with these lies. Because there's two things that happen that I want you to understand about this. Two things that I didn't have any analogies for this lesson until this morning and all of a sudden two. Bang, bang. And these are just awful. Um, one happened last night and one happened this morning. I pulled up the gas station this morning. And uh, I'm friendly with people. Turner used to make fun of me all the time because I knew everybody's name in the gas station. Every gas station I stop at, I know the guy's names. And the kids will vouch for me. I go in and I'll talk to them. And, uh, yes. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm a people person. I just like to talk to gas station clerks. They're fun to me. Um, I like another story. I like to hear their history. I'm just a people person. And so I go in, and I'm talking to Deep, is his name, um, and he was all up in arms this morning. And he was like, you do not want to know what's coming in here. Somebody come in here, they're going to get your camera, and they're going to have your camera, and then they come in here, you don't know where they're going. And I'm just like, Stephen, what is going on? And he's like, I'm sorry, mister. You go get your Coca-Cola, and you come back in out there. <laughs> so I went and got my Coke, and I came back, and I was like, Deep, man, what is going on? And he was like, you don't understand you are a church going right my friend? And I said, yeah, I'm about to head there right now. And he was like, you're a good man. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, and he says, but there are some people in here. They are at the bottom of the other end of a person. <laughs> and I was like, what? Are you, what? Like, I, it took me a while to get what he was talking about. And I was just like, Oh! <laughs> and he said, you will not understand what happened. Somebody come in here and they ask to use the restroom. I always let them use the restroom. They walk in. On my side, I do not say, out of order. I say, if you buy groceries, or if you buy gas, you can use the restroom. He bought groceries, I let him use the restroom. He comes out and I say, have a good day. And he turns around and says, I bus for it. And I said, excuse me? And he said yes, and he walked out the door, so I had to go ask him, 
Why are you calling me that? So he walks up. And I called him and said, excuse me. And he turned around and he said, we are calling the cops. Because you did not let me use the bathroom. And I was like, is he rushing or What, dude? Like, are, are you being serious? And he was like, oh yeah, go to Facebook. 3,500 shares and likes now. My business now has a bad name. Because somebody come in here and try to deceive and make people know that I'm a bad, I'm a bad man. I have it on video. I have it on video. We've got pictures of him going into the bathroom. And I'm sitting there going, and all this guy did was come to work and wake up. And he's got to deal with this big issue because somebody wanted to cause a problem. It was on the internet. I found it, I found it on, the, on the internet. I stood up for me. I said, I said, this is an absolute scam. This person, is, Deep, is an amazing person. There is not an out-of-order sign. He lets everybody use the restroom. Dude, I'll stand up for you. And, and it was funny because people were starting to like blast him. Like, as soon as somebody posted it, there were like 4,200 shares on this thing later in the afternoon. Oh my. It was, un I know, I couldn't believe how many people were getting on this. And they didn't even know the story. They didn't even know truly what was going on. And by the time we were talking about it, it was, I, I wanted to stand up for him. I wanted to defend him. And I said, man, you stay doing what you do. You be, you be loyal to your customers. And he says, well, you're always loyal to me. And I said, you're right, I am loyal to you. I said, you're the only place. I said, I drive by 15 gas stations on my way here just like to come here. And I said, I'll keep driving by all 15 of these because I believe in you. And he was like, well, thank you very much. I said, you're a good person too. And he was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> and I was like, see, I love it. That's so cool. But there are people that are out there to deceive you. There are people that will actually, it's not fake, it's not made up. There are people that will literally try to deceive you for their own purpose and their own reasons. But here's what I want to talk to you about tonight and we're going to move into something else. If you think you've got all the time in the world, somebody wrote this and um, I think it was Luke Mason. And the only reason I remember is because I was struck by his answer. When I asked you guys what is uh, way back, what's deceiving? And he put time. And I went, that's, that's a deep answer right there. Because you never know how much time you're going to have. You don't know how much time you literally have on this earth. I got, and here's my, here's my point behind this. I got a text last night, 1035 at night. And the, and the question was this. What do you do when you just saw a man die? And I was like, uh, pray for the family? I mean, I didn't know. I was like, what's going on? And then, I mean, it was just one of those things where I picked it up and looked, and I was like, um, how many of you guys know that somebody passed away at the Braves game last night? There was a, there was a man who fell off the, in the upper deck and fell into a walkway. Um, how many of you guys know Justin Arnold? Big Justin's come on Beach Street with us. Justin was sitting exactly next to that guy. Um, I didn't know what to say to him at first. I was like, oh, dear Lord. And he said, uh, well, the question I asked him, I said, how, how did the guy fall? And he said, he stood up, and I won't say what he said, because he was an avid baseball fan and was telling A-Rod, who was on the on deck circle, to, to pinch hit. He was telling him what he thought of it. <laughs> um, 
and lots of bad words. Um, and then he said, all of a sudden, he stiffened up, and he toppled head over feet. And I said, so you watched him? And he said, we watched every bit. He goes, I was actually the last person to talk to him. I had just said something to him. And his buddies over next behind him were laughing. And Justin said, I looked at him, and he jumped up. And Justin just kind of went like that. And the guy straightened up and fell. And they both just kind of looked and watched him land. I mean, it was one of those things where, can what? Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine that being you? And I was like, Justin, man, what? And he was like, I don't know if I can ever go back into that stadium again. And I said, what'd you do? And he said, I ran. I basically got back. I, I ran down. The, and I said, you didn't like, wait to get interviewed or anything like that? He was like, I couldn't talk to anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And I said, what's the one thing that, that you take away from this then? And he said, man, you never know when your time's coming. I said, was this guy out of shape? And he was like, not at all. He's like 50 years old. I mean, fairly thin guy. I mean, you wouldn't look at him and think that he was out of shape at all. And I said, what do you think happened? He said, he probably had an aneurysm or a stroke or something. So he probably was dead before he ever hit down below. And I said, and your takeaway from this is, and he was like, you don't know. You have no idea when your time is. And I started thinking about that even more. Like, even think about Justin. Justin was at the game. Like, you never prepare to go to a game to watch somebody die. And yet, that's what Justin saw. And what's even worse about this is the man died. I mean, all at the game. This guy, I mean, in seventh inning, he was doing what he normally did. He stood up to yell at A-Rod. And gone in front of thousands of people. And I just was like, what? And here's the thing. Don't be deceived by time. Don't think that you have all this time to get things right. Because we really don't know. What we're going to do is we're going to take an opportunity. Here's, here's what I want you to know. You can't lie to yourself. You can't lie to who, you can't lie. You can't stare at yourself in the mirror and make, and make something up completely. You can't do it. It's impossible. It's impossible to look across and stare exactly at who you are. But here's what's funny. Audrey, my five-year-old, she all the time tells me there's something on me. Like she'll say, Dad, look at your eye. And I'm like, mm. she's like, no, Dad, look. And I'm like, how, bro? And she's like, like this. <laughs> and I'm like, I, it's not working. Like, we don't see us. So that's how we can buy into lies. I want you to figure out what it is that you bought into that's not true about you. I want you to spend some time thinking about what lie you have bought into that is not true about you. Some examples of this are being ugly, being worthless, not having any friends, not being worth friendship, uh, being a waste of time. But the reason why I want to talk about this is because Peter had this same issue. Paul could throw up the Bible verse in Matthew. Um, in Matthew 16-18, this is Jesus' words of Peter. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. 
So Jesus is telling Peter, you're a rock. And you're going to be the foundation that I'm going to build my church on. I love that. I love that. But something happens. There's the crucifixion, and Peter goes running away. That's not exactly what a foundation of a church is going to be, is when you run away. So here's the issue about this. Either he was just a fisherman, or he was a rock. Peter was one or the other. He was either a fisherman or he was a rock. And so one of them had to be true. This is why we do this. On his own, Peter would never have stayed, or Peter would have stayed a fisherman. He never would have come out of this. But Jesus helped Peter reclaim his identity by uh, this next passage. I want you to see this. He basically came to John 21, 15 through 25, and I'll probably read it until we're done. Cold. It says, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. This is the first time Peter had seen him since the resurrection. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me?